The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. And greetings, friends. Welcome to Tomorrow's World, where you'll gain precious insights into today's news and the real future of this world. My friends, are you personally ready to rule? Think about it. Do you understand the fact that the God of the Bible plans for all of his true followers to help rule this world? For this world virtually cries out for righteous government. Yes, righteous government is one of the most important elements which is truly missing in making this world a happy and prosperous place. We're not supposed to float off to heaven with nothing to do. Your Bible talks about the saints of God, the true Christians, ruling and assisting Jesus Christ in ruling this world in a few years and helping straighten things out. Open your eyes, my friends. Things are happening. As I record this, North Korea is threatening atomic war. Many African nations are literally coming apart. Horrible dictatorships seem to dominate many of the nations on that continent. Violent rape is used as a weapon of war in some of the nations to humiliate and subdue the populations and keep people in line. And now starvation rears its ugly head in various African nations and other nations around the world, especially Zimbabwe, which was the breadbasket of Africa just a few years ago. Nearly all of this is due to corrupt government. Think about it. A righteous government is deeply needed, powerfully needed on this earth. If there is a real God, what is he going to do? Exciting and traumatic times are just ahead of us. You need to understand. Stay tuned. My friends, in addition to the above-mentioned problems, the entire Middle East is about to blow up. Iran will probably soon get the atomic bomb. Will Israel attack before that happens? A few months ago, many of us heard Benjamin Netanyahu, now Israel's prime minister, state that although for America, Iran's nuclear progress might be an important matter of geopolitical interest, but for Israel, it was a matter of survival. They can't fool around. And now, my friends, Japan is threatening to rearm, for they remember Little Boy, the atomic bomb that destroyed Hiroshima. Millions in Japan can never forget the awesome power of the bomb that destroyed two Japanese cities and ultimately took the lives of over a quarter million human beings. Japan is now threatened by North Korea and other powers in that part of the world. Things are happening. Meanwhile, my friends, both Britain and America are having unprecedented financial crises with our whole way of life threatened. As these crises progress, many experts are predicting food riots, water riots, and a virtual breakdown of society in many cities. You've perhaps read about the tent cities in various parts of San Diego and parts of Fresno, California, and other cities. People camping out in tents. They've lost their homes. They left their jobs. They don't have any place to go. Where are we headed, my friends? 
Your Bible was inspired by the great God who guides the rise and fall of nations. This Bible is inspired, and dozens of Bible prophecies have been specifically fulfilled or are being fulfilled, as we've explained on this program. These fools that say there is no God are way out of line. This book tells what has happened, what is going to happen, and tells the way of life. You need to understand the great God indicates that things will very frankly get much worse before he intervenes. Speaking of our time, the time of the end, the end of this world society, Almighty God tells us through his word some terrible things are going to happen to the descendants, the modern peoples of Israel, and we are those people, not the Jews, although including the Jews, but as we've explained so many times, the descendants of Israel include, that is, the lost ten tribes America, Britain, the English-speaking nations of the world, and the peace-loving nations of northwestern Europe. We have a whole booklet explaining that. Almighty God tells us, if you turn there, Almighty God speaks to us about what's going to happen and happen to Israel. He said in Ezekiel chapter 7, Ezekiel chapter 7, and you'll see this is happening to us and going to happen. Moreover, the word of the Eternal came to me, saying, You, son of man, thus says the Eternal God to the land of Israel. An end, the end, has come upon the four corners of the land. The end has come upon you, and I will send my anger against you. I will judge you according to your ways. I will repay you for all your abominations. My eye will not spare you, nor will I have pity, but I will repay your ways, and your abominations shall be in your midst." then you shall know that I am the eternal Yahweh, the ever-living one. Yes, the lost ten tribes have turned away from God. We have turned away from God's law. We've even lost our national identity. We don't know who we are. And yet we have a whole booklet and many other references to that that can prove who we are. We are those people that become the greatest single nation and the great commonwealth of nations, as Britain was until recently, the greatest powers on this earth. But at the end, we've turned away from God, and God is going to have to humble us. He's going to chasten us with the greatest national chastening that has ever happened to any people, and God makes that very plain. And point after point that we predicted have already happened or are beginning to happen, as we've explained. Notice verse 19 of Ezekiel chapter 7. This book was written over a 100 years after Israel's first captivity. It's talking about a second captivity. It's talking about the time of the end, your time, our time now. Notice verse 19. They will throw their silver into the streets and their gold will be like refuse. Their silver and their gold will not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the eternal. It's speaking about that prophesied day of the Lord that's the way it's worded here, day of the Lord, the time when God intervenes in human affairs. It says in verse 26, disaster will come upon disaster and rumor upon rumor. Then they will seek a vision from the prophet, but the law will perish from the priest and the counsel from the elders. God's law is perishing from our nation. God is being banished from the public square. God's law, the Ten Commandments, and his entire approach to life, his entire approach to righteous government is certainly beginning to perish from our modern society, my friends. What is the only real answer, the answer that is going to occur? It's going to happen. Notice Revelation chapter 11. 
revelation now. And he says in chapter 11, verse 15, Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Yes, Jesus Christ is coming back to this earth. He is going to reign on this earth. The kingdoms of this world, it says, not up in heaven, not as a religious sentiment, but as an absolute reality, my friends. Your Bible speaks of the soon coming time when heavenly voices will be saying, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. God speed that day. Turn now to Acts chapter 3.21 in your own Bible. Acts chapter 3 and verse 21. And notice here, he's been talking about Jesus Christ. And it says in verse 21, Whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. God's righteous government and his entire way of life, the time of restoring of the whole way of God must first be restored to this earth or there will be absolute human annihilation, which Jesus talked about in Matthew 24, unless God intervenes. Is Christ's soon coming government a mysterious thing? Is it sort of a theological concept for the sweet by and by, maybe never? No, a thousand times no, my friends. These things are already beginning to happen that God talks about in the Bible. They're beginning to affect your life, and they're going to be speeding up even before you see this program. Things are gaining momentum. It will be on this earth soon, within the lifetimes of many of you, a government of God, and God's true people ought to get ready. Why are some people called to understanding and repentance during this time, just before Christ's return? Just for their personal salvation? Is that all? Do you understand? Do you understand the real goal for which all those who wish to honor their creator are called? It is not just something talked about in the Old Testament, although it is discussed there in great detail. It's spoken of again and again throughout the Bible and in the New Testament as well. At this point, my friends, I want to offer you a very inspiring and eye-opening booklet on what the world will soon be like. This inspiring book that the world ahead, what will it be like, will be sent absolutely free upon your request. Notice this beautiful booklet. This booklet goes into even greater detail than I can do on this program. The world ahead, what will it be like, will explain how the soon coming government of God will affect your life and how you can prepare. This booklet describes the joy that will result from the righteous government of God and provide details of your part in God's plan. So call or write today and request your free copy of The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine. 
full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World Magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now back to our topic, my friends. The topic is, are you ready to rule? Notice what the Apostle Paul was inspired by Almighty God to tell true Christians about what they may really be doing in Christ's soon coming kingdom. It's not floating off to heaven with nothing to do. The Bible never, ever says that. Notice 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Or do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? True Christians are being prepared in obeying God's law and learning God's whole way of life to teach that way of life to the whole world under the direction of Jesus Christ in a few years. Because he is coming back. He will be king of kings. He won't be the only king. He'll be the king over the other kings. And hundreds of you, perhaps, may be kings under him, ruling over various cities and nations of this world. This is real. That's why Christians are being called today. I realize that most of you have never been taught this in your churches. The, church, the absolute fact that if you're called now, you should begin preparing to rule this earth, assisting Jesus Christ in his soon coming righteous government. Yet that is exactly what your Bible says, my friends, over and over again. Read it. We give you some of the references here. We give you a lot more references in this booklet. Again, notice how Christ speaks directly about this in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 26. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him will I give power over the nations. Does that sound like floating off to heaven with nothing to do? He shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the potter's vessel shall be broken in pieces. As I also received, Jesus said, from my Father. Yes, Jesus is going to do that. He will be king of kings. But we will be those kings and judges under Jesus Christ if we overcome. He who overcomes and keeps God's way of life, his works, and serves and prepares for the kingdom, he will be there. Notice now in Revelation chapter 5, if you would, it's talking again about this coming world government. And then they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll to open its seals, for you were slain, speaking of Jesus, and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign where? Up in heaven. We, the saints, shall reign on the earth. It says that. That's what it says. Nothing is said beside that in the Bible. It talks about the kingdom of heaven, but it doesn't say the kingdom will be in heaven. The bank of Morgan is not inside Mr. Morgan's tummy. It's a bank he owns or controls. All denotes ownership. It's the kingdom of heaven, but the kingdom is to be set up on this earth as dozens of scriptures very clearly indicate. A coming government to give us genuine peace that the world has never had. Are you personally willing to genuinely surrender your will to the God of the Bible and let Christ live his life within you through the Holy Spirit? 
Are you ready to truly prepare to assist Jesus Christ in bringing peace and prosperity to this suffering and confused world? That's why God may be opening your mind now. Many of you young people out there have never heard anything like this in the mainstream churches, nor will you ever, because throughout your Bible, God states again and again that Satan the devil has blinded this world. Many are sincere, but they don't understand. Although they claim to believe in Christ, they do not remotely believe his message of a coming kingdom or world government, the kingdom of God to be set up on this earth. If you turn back here to Revelation chapter 12, verse 9, So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil, and Satan, who deceives the whole world. Not part of the world, the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Your Bible shows that just a very few are really called to understand. Satan has deceived this world. So let's understand that. People are deceived. They don't understand. They don't get it. May God open your mind. Ask God for understanding. For your own good, please begin to wake up and believe the message that has been here in your Bible all these years. For these prophetic events are happening. They're already beginning to affect your life, my friends. We're not talking about the sweet by and by. We're talking about here and now and a government of God to be set up on this earth. And you need to get ready. For you, if God is calling you at this time, will find yourself in a situation where God is fashioning you, molding you, and working to prepare you to assist his son in ruling this entire world. Christ is going to do it through us. It gives us an opportunity to serve. Turn back to Daniel in your Bible. Again, it's quoted quite often in the New Testament. Inspired of God. Turn back to the book of Daniel now. Daniel 7, if you would. In your Bible, Daniel chapter 7, and beginning, as you'll see, in verse 23. I'd like to read this whole chapter, but we don't have time. This angel tells Daniel, quote, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom on earth. Frankly, all scholars know that's talking about the Roman Empire. So the fourth beast will be different from all others and shall devour the whole earth and trample and break it in pieces. The ten horns are ten kings which shall arise from this kingdom, and another shall rise after them. He shall be different from the first ones. He shall subdue three kings. So this other little horn, as is described elsewhere, was able to subdue the Vandals, the Herolion, the Ostrogoths, this religious power, frankly, and, and, and help squelch them. But the next seven revivals were sat on by a woman, sat on and led by this great false prophet, he shall speak pompous words against the Most High. He shall persecute the saints of the Most High. And he shall intend to change times and laws. He tried to change God's Sabbath. He tried to change God's holy days. He tried to change God's laws. And he's trying to deceive people to give up what the Bible clearly says. Then the saints shall be given into his hand. At the time of the end, the true saints will be given into the hand of this false prophet and this final revival of the Roman Empire for a time and times and half a time. And, of course, that's mentioned back in Revelation 12 and verse 14. Three or four times in Revelation, it clearly shows this coming time is going to last 42 months or 1,260 days or three and a half years, always the same period of time. But the court shall be seated, and they shall take away his dominion, to consume and destroy it forever. Then the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven 
shall be given to the people, the saints of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominion shall serve and obey him. Notice in verse 27, the saints will be given the kingdom. Notice Psalm 149, and I'm going to begin reading in verse 5. Let the saints be joyful. Let them sing aloud on their bed. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the peoples to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute on them the written judgment. This honor have all his saints. We're going to have the opportunity to take these awful dictators who crush and torture and rape and humiliate people and bind them. We will rule them with a rod of iron under the direction of Jesus Christ, not in hate, but to straighten out this world and give the world peace in a way it's never had. Turn now, if you would, to Jeremiah, and you'll notice the last verse of chapter 30. It says, The fierce anger of the Eternal will not return until he's done it, until he's performed the intents of his heart. In the latter days, our time, in the latter days, you will consider it, at that same time, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, not just the Jews, but the Americans and British and the democratic nations of northwestern Europe, the ten tribes who have been found. Thus says the Eternal, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. Israel, when I went to give him rest, he says, as you go on here, verse 7, for thus says the Lord, Sing with gladness for Jacob, and shout among the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. And he says in verse 12, Therefore shall they come and sing in the height of Zion, streaming to the goodness of the eternal for wheat and new wine, for the young of the flock and the herd. Their soul shall be like a well-watered garden, and they shall sorrow no more at all. He says in verse 17, or the latter part of verse 16, they shall come back from the land of the enemy. There is hope for your future, says the eternal, that your children shall come back to their own border. So there is going to be hope and there is going to be joy. And we need to understand that and be so grateful for what God is doing and what he's going to do. The government of Jesus Christ will bring peace to this earth and his government will be based on his law, the Ten Commandments. Again, my friends, I want to offer you a very inspiring and eye-opening booklet on what the world will soon be like. This inspiring booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like?, will be sent absolutely free upon your request. This booklet goes into even greater detail than I can possibly do on this short program. The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like?, will explain how the soon-coming government of God will affect your life and how you can prepare. This book describes the joy that will result from the righteous government of God and provide details of your part in God's plan. So call or write today and request your free copy of The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, we all need to understand the reality of a literal government to be set up on this earth with Christ's headquarters at Jerusalem. Note what God inspired the prophet Micah to tell us. Again, Micah is referred to in the New Testament as the Word of God. Notice Micah chapter 4. Micah chapter 4, verse 1. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days, our time, the end of this age, the latter days, that the mountain or the kingdom, as is often used as a reference to this word, of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains over the other governments of this world and shall be exalted above the hills and the people shall flow to it and many nations shall come and say, come let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways. We will walk in his paths for the out of Zion the law shall go forth. The law of what? For donkey carts and oxen? No, that was the law of the Ten Commandments. They didn't have traffic laws back then. The Ten Commandments, that way of life will be taught. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem, he shall judge among many peoples and rebuke strong nations afar off. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. But everyone shall sit under his vine, under his fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. No, there will not be communism. They'll have their own vine, their own fig tree, personal property, but under the direction of Jesus Christ and the government of God, there will be peace and prosperity beyond anything this earth has ever experienced. Christ's kingdom will be soon set up on this earth, my friends. It is absolutely real. Christ covering government is the only way to world peace and prosperity. You need to plan your life to be ready to do your part. Learn to believe what your Creator says will happen. Be sure to call her right now for our truly eye-opening booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? Just ask for the booklet on The World Ahead. You need to really read and get this booklet. It will be sent absolutely free upon your request. So call right now for this wonderful eye-opening booklet. Call now before you forget. And tune in every week to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you'll gain precious insights and information available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We invite you to join our guests, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will also give you special perspective and insight on biblical topics. So be sure to join us again next week, right here at this same time. See you right here next week. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.